This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm answering a listener's question where they used the statement, I'm sick of the elephant on my throat, and I totally get it. This is not an unusual feeling when you are struggling with anxiety for a long time, and really, you just had enough, right? And so the reference to the elephant on the throat, I thought we could take that a couple of different ways, so I will suggest some things in here. But first, I wanted to start by reading the listener's question or their comment. Hi, I've been dealing with anxiety for what seems like a lifetime. I come from an alcoholic family. I have two kids who have a rare and fatal disease, and I do turn to food as comfort. I'm a high-functioning mom, but get derailed by the dumbest things. I'm super hard on myself. Trying to find a purpose with my life all the while trying to turn my brain off. I'm sick of the elephant on my throat. Gina, can you help? Thank you so much for writing and sharing your frustration and your angst with us. And so first off, I want to mention some other episodes that you can listen to that may be helpful. You can listen to 477, which is anxiety, blood sugar, and nutrition, and you'll see why I'm pointing that out to you later on. 677 is de-stressing without food or alcohol. 674 is turning stress eating into intuitive eating. And 645 is loving yourself through your anxiety challenges, because I really want you to get that that even with anxiety and the way out, one of the pillars is being able to care for and love yourself. And 715, three anxiety clearing components of self-compassion. And I really hope you will listen to that one because this listener so needs to be able to see her own struggle and be kind to herself. And 592, which is how not to be so hard on yourself and keep anxiety at bay. And so finally, remember a minute ago, I said I could take the statement, I'm sick of the elephant on my throat a couple of different ways, because it could just mean like that you really feel strangled by this whole thing. But it could also mean that you are actually feeling like you have a lump in your throat, which is super common with anxiety. So episode 651, what's with the lump in my throat? That could also be super helpful for you. So 
even if you didn't jot these down, which can be hard. I know when we're listening to podcasts, we don't always take note of what we're, what we're hearing and taking notes, but you can just scroll through the episodes and see what ones I try to have the titles related to an issue so that you can actually tune in to what could be helpful to you in the moment. So I hope that you will do that too. And so let's start off with the finding the purpose in your life, like finding purpose in life, especially in a very high stress life, such as this listener suggested she is living, may be easier than you are even realizing. We could be having these big highfalutin ideas of what our purpose is, right? We can kind of paralyze ourselves thinking we have to find this big golden purpose, but it may be different than you are thinking and it may be easier than you are even realizing. Taking good care of yourself and providing yourself with love and compassion is a purpose, and it may be the purpose that you are seeking right now. The first purpose. You can have many things in life that you end up shifting toward and using as your purpose, but without this baseline of self care and you being healthy, mind, body, and spirit, you will not be able to do as much for others as you would like, or that you would feel like you could. Because it's important for us to fill our own cup first so that we can serve others. You can't pour from an empty cup. Let me say that again. You can't pour from an empty cup. Keep that in mind when you are resistant to doing what you need to take care of yourself. So often as moms, especially, I guess because I lived it, I am relating to it, that we put ourselves last. We go on as if we can do everything for everyone else. And if there's any time left over or any energy, well, then we might do something. I know I've shared it a million times, but I would just go and go and go like doing everything and often not even cluing into what I needed. And I hear this from clients all the time. When I say, what would make you feel better? What would make you feel like relaxed and at ease? They don't know because we don't know when we're there. We really don't. So fill your cup first so that you can serve others best. There are many topics that we cover here at ACP that I will be suggesting to this listener and to all of you out there who are just like her. These tried and true practices are exactly the remedy for the more harmful negative practices such as the food that she mentioned. I'm sure she's not going to broccoli and to kale salad, right? So I assume, and I may be wrong, and I would hope that she would correct me if I am wrong, that she is meaning going to comfort food, not particularly junk food. I don't want to say that, but maybe comfort food and going to food for comfort versus for nourishment. 
So we want to move away from those harmful and maybe somewhat negative practices that uh, this listener has talked about in her question. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. A complementary benefit of maintaining self-care and self-compassion as your primary life purpose is that you will feel better. You will function better and live in better health over time. So beginning with food, we can improve our health and our well-being, the way that we feel and our resilience often by simply reducing and ultimately cutting out high sugar, high fat and processed foods. There can be some unique issues as far as food consumption is concerned, mainly in the areas of underconsumption of particular nutrients, which can be avoided with the use of dietary supplements. And this is a good thing for you to do as a transition, as you transition to a better, more wholesome diet and overconsumption of junk, especially the three categories that I mentioned, sugar, fat, and processed. Want to pay super close attention to those. We don't have to do everything all at once. I don't want this to be another to-do on your list. It can be done in a very easeful way, and that's what I would totally suggest, because what you want to do is just start one thing to get the ball rolling, and then you can stack more onto that because you're already doing that, and you can add in more. So some of these things that we want to pay attention to, the processed sugar, that can be one that You can try to make a switch with as an example. And this is what I do with clients is go through this step-by-step depending on the individual lifestyle, what the food issues are and so forth. But sugar's a great one to look at because the first thing you can just do is to stop drinking your sugars. That's huge. That means cut out sodas, cut out the sweet coffees, still have a fun coffee when you go out. You can still get a latte or cappuccino. You can, but don't have a sweet one. 
train yourself to enjoy the taste of the coffee and the other ingredient, which would probably be some kind of a milk or nut milk, right? Just see if you can learn to enjoy that, but don't drink your sugars. Just as one idea to put off right here in this show. And um, another things with fats can be another one that can be easy to cut down on if that might be what you're craving. You see, what we want to pay attention to here, this is sugar, fat, and the processed foods actually work on our brain chemistry. They stimulate dopamine. And so we want to not be getting hooked in because that can then become addictive. So we want to have our brain not craving these things by backing out of them. Slowly but surely, you don't have to do it all at once. And fat is a big one. Fat in animal products such as cheeses and meats can really be stimulating your desire for more of that. And then the processed foods, it can be things like chips and things that are ground down. It isn't so much that wheat or oats are the problem, but when you grind them down into flours, they become more easily absorbed and more apt to be able to trigger hormonal and neurochemical changes in us. So we just want to keep things as whole as possible, but again, do it a little bit at a time. If you find it hard to eat more whole foods, choose ones that you like the most, such as various fresh or frozen fruits. I want to say those big bags of frozen fruits, the frozen or cherries, these are wonderful to keep on hand and have them as treats. It can be really fun to get your palate used to enjoying fresh or frozen fruits. And then you add them in where you can before you cut out the more harmful products in your diet because you have something else that you know you like that is available in the house that you can go to. You'll be amazed at how much better you feel with some natural foods in your diets, especially things like fruits and vegetables because they're going to work on your gut. They're going to be good for your digestive system. The list will go on and on. Now let's get into being less hard on yourself, okay? Being less hard on yourself and more forgiving and compassionate with yourself may take some conscious effort on your part. Remember to put yourself high on your list of priorities. Just try it. You don't have to spend hours of it. You don't have to go on vacation or go to the spa every weekend. No, it's small amounts of time, but they are focused and they are focused on you. You become a priority in your life. It is hard with children. I totally understand that. And especially in this listener's case, she has children who are ill. But if you aren't well cared for, your ability to care for them will decline and be subpar. This is an important piece of knowledge for parents struggling with self-care and self-compassion to realize. You are going out of your way to take extra special care of yourself, and this is going out of your way to take extra special care of your children because you will be up then. You will have the energy and the wherewithal to do it. It may seem like too much to take care of yourself too, but it's absolutely necessary. Also, in better health, you will be 
more effective in both caring for yourself and your children. In this sense, you earn greater returns than the effort that you have put into it. It's win-win. To turn your brain off, now that's something we all kind of desire at some point, right? First, be sure you are not using any caffeine or chocolate or stimulating foods or drugs. These things will cause you more harm than you realize. They are absolute poison for the anxiety sufferer. Second, have you developed your meditation practice yet? Get practicing, even if it means starting with one minute a day. You are worth it and it will build eventually over time, but you have to start somewhere. Use guided meditations for a time if you will, but remember that there is immense value in silent meditation and you should practice this too, even if just alongside your guided meditation. Third, what are you doing for exercise and physical movement? Yoga, Tai Chi, walking, these are all gentle practices that are available to most people that can be highly effective for moving your inner energies around and helping bring about more restful states of mind during the day and at night for sleep. So remember, check out some of those older shows mentioned and scroll through all of them anyway, just to see what you would like to hear. And know we are all in a place where we struggle with getting started with self-care, but you can do it. Just be kind to yourself along the way. I hope this show has been helpful for you, and I hope that you feel my heart in that I know this is a struggle. I lived it, and I am not perfect at it by any means. I have to catch myself often and say, wait a minute, what about you? What are you doing? Have you fallen off on your self-care? And I have to be kind to myself along the way. It's natural for us to be otherwise. And now for today's quote. Self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on this earth to offer to others. And that's from Parker Palmer. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.